1: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And today is going to be a great day because we're going to be talking about a subject that is different from what I normally talk about. But hey, it's my program. I can do what I want. But I think it pertains to every single one of us. And that is why I wanted to talk about this today, because I really do think that it is something that not only pertains to everyone, I think we definitely need more knowledge about it, because that seems to be one of the things that happens with, and I'll tell you a little bit about what we're talking about in a moment, but it happens with this particular subject. We just don't know enough about it, and so it's always good to get more education So please join me in welcoming to our program today, Peter Shankman. Welcome, Peter.
0: Thanks. Good to be here.
1: Great, great. Well, let me tell folks just a little bit about you. Um, So the New York Times has called Peter a public relations all-star who knows everything about new media and then some, while Investor's Business Daily labeled him crazy but effective. Peter is a spectacular example of what happens when you merge the power of pure creativity with attention attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, a dose of adventure, and make it work to your advantage. A best selling author, entrepreneur, speaker, and worldwide connector, Peter is recognized worldwide for radically new ways of thinking about customer service, entrepreneurship, social media, PR, marketing, and advertising. Now, I could go on and on about Peter's bio because he has done such spectacular things, but that's not really why we're here. We are here to talk about that first little bit of Peter's bio and, again, why it's so important to everyone and, um, you know, how we, we can get more knowledge about it, and that is the ADHD and ADD. So, you know, again, Peter, welcome.
0: Thank you. It's good to be, good to be here, and, and thanks for uh, letting me talk about it. It's an important subject.
1: It is, you know, and and as I was reading your materials, it struck me that more than likely, whether we know it or not, we work with, we are friends with, we are connected with someone, and we're talking adults and children, who have ADHD or ADD. And, you know, we don't always know what to do, we don't know what it is, you know, we don't, we hear all the anecdotals. We have our own views, you know. I'm, I'm sure that we have all, you know, heard the stories and probably even thought them in our heads when we talk about children. And the first thought is, their parents give them too much sugar, or their parents let them sit before the computer too much, or you know, all of these things. And clearly, that is is not the case. Well, I, so, I would,
0: I would argue that that is the case as well.
1: Right. Right. And it may be, you know, it's, it, when we start tying all the environmental things in, and I think that's probably it, is, you know, there's, there's so many things. It's not one thing. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not that, you know, this, this one thing caused it and this one thing made it worse and, and all of these things. It is a combination of things. So,
0: actually, let's start at the very
1: beginning.
0: What is ADD and ADHD? Well, I need to preface this with the fact that I'm not a doctor. So I can tell right. you.
1: You haven't played one on TV exactly. and all that. <laughs>
0: I can tell you what it is for me. What ADD and ADHD is for me is the inability for my brain of my the inability of my brain to create the same amount of dopamine and serotonin that it creates for a normal person. A normal mm-hmm. person uh, when they have to do a task that might be a little boring, uh, their body creates uh, extra adrenaline, extra dopamine, extra serotonin that keeps them focused. Mine doesn't. Okay. So people with ADHD tend to be, you know. The la- it's not so much attention deficit. We have the attention. We just don't know how mm-hmm. to use it on the things that we don't necessarily deem worthwhile. Right. So there are multiple ways of dealing with that. Um, there's mm-hmm. medication, obviously, which I'm not. And I'm not anti-medication. Um, I'm not a fan uh, of. Ta- I'm not a fan of using it as a first resort. But I'm not. A, I'm not mm-hmm. anti-med. But there's medication, and then there's the. Um, Self-medication. Self-medication mm-hmm. can be positive and negative. It uh, mm-hmm. can include everything from doing things that increase your dopamine and serotonin naturally to mm-hmm. unnaturally. Mm-hmm. So those are those are the kind of things that, uh, for me, what I've learned about my own ADD and ADHD.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and you've got this great blog called Faster Than Normal. Okay. So fasterthannormal.com. And I was just fascinated when I was reading through it because one of the things I was thinking was, ooh, that in a lot of ways describes me. Yep. But I think it does describe, in, in many ways, many people. And, you know, I am one of those people that seems to go very fast through the world and, you know, I have been told more times than I could ever count or ever remember Deb, you have got to focus you know it because i was you know and and, and you know, whether i have add or adhd you know that's that's um you know neither here nor there but it it is something that you know it really was when as i was reading and i'm thinking oh this is something that we we definitely probably all know somebody who has it and one of the things that i love when you're uh in your blog is that you weren't diagnosed with it you were gifted with it. And, and I love that concept because it's not, and I'm putting this in air quotes, a handicap or a disease. It is something that you have learned to live with. And more importantly, you have learned to use to your benefit. So talk us through, well, let's really start at being, when did you first, um, when were you first uh, gifted with the diagnosis? And, you know, and then how have you learned to really use this to your advantage?
0: <clears throat> well, I'd suggest that um, growing up, it wasn't a gift. Growing up, I did not know how to manage it, and I would definitely have called it a curse. It was, it caused me to be very socially awkward, and there were a lot of issues I had with it. Um, over time, in my 20s and 30s, I really learned, hey, I have something that I can learn how to manage and benefit from, ultimately benefit from. And so that became... Uh, For me, that was sort of the wake-up point. When I got tested and diagnosed, it was pretty much a given. I mean, I pretty much knew I had it. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't need to, uh, you know, you break your arm, you see a bone sticking out of your arm. You
2: don't need to Mm -hmm.
0: miss that. Um, You know, you pretty much know you have a broken arm. So for me, I knew I had it. I just wanted a confirmation. And then from there, it was like, okay, let's figure out how to benefit from it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so
1: yeah, what, what did you, how did you kind of do that? Well,
0: several ways. All of the, all of the things that make me successful, um, my creativity, my, mm-hmm. my ADHD, my uh, constantly wanting to do new things, try new things, experiment with new things, those are the exact same things that make me unemployable in any traditional situation. Right. So knowing that, I went out on my own in 1998 mm-hmm. uh, with the logic that if this doesn't work, I'll get a job. And I've always been a fan of saying, you know what? I'm going to try something. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, I'll try again. Mm-hmm. Something else. Um, the beauty of that for me is it allowed me to sort of teach myself what I was good at, do more of it. Teach myself what mm-hmm. I wasn't good at, do less of it. Um, I'm a huge fan of hiring um, People to do the things I'm not good at. Mm -hmm. And I think that at the end of the day, the best defense against letting ADHD hurt you is to know thyself. Right. To understand what is good for you, to understand what is bad for you, to make sort of life rules and, and, benefits to yourself mm-hmm. that allow you to be the best you can be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you, you mentioned, and you, and you certainly are extremely creative. How do you think your, your ADHD has really, you know, it, in a way it, it, it makes you creative. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of part of the puzzle is, is that, do you think that in a lot of cases, and obviously not all of them, but in a lot of cases, are really highly creative people possibly you know it, it ha- do they have ADHD or do they have those tendencies is that kind of part of what helps someone be very creative No question
0: they definitely have some form of it um you know you see uh the, you see people um you didn't tell me that they, that that Benjamin Franklin said let's tie a key to a kite and see if we can't get electricity. You're going to tell me that that's the act of a normal person.
2: Right, right. Uh, so
0: there is no question that we have this, uh, mm-hmm. the, 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 anyone who helped build anything or right. who uh, really um, grew the world, or mm-hmm. helped, to, helped, founded this country, are mm-hmm. all about um, creating uh, new things. And they do that By embracing their differences.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the ones that that I thought of when you were mentioning this would be da Vinci. I mean, you know, you you talk about someone who obviously his brain went faster than probably 99% of the world, if not more than that. You know, not only was he thinking that, he was just, he was projecting so far into the future and able to think about things that so many people just had absolutely no grasp or no concept of. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple ways to look at it. The first way is the fact that, you know, we do do these different things. The second way is if you expect that these things are beneficial and -hmm. can help you, then you want – you just have to get over the fact that it's not traditional. Um, Mm -hmm. The second I stopped caring what other people think of me was the second I became free.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and – it's not that it's not normal. It's, it's as you said, it's not traditional. You know, I don't even think there's normal anymore. There's, you know, we, we get caught up on those titles and those labels. And especially when you really start thinking about the people that you know who are the super creative, the the innovators, the people who are out there. Now, granted, you know, you and I kind of run in different worlds because of what we do. But I know so many people where I'm just, whether I know them, you know, Personally, or just you know through blogs and and things like that, well I'm continually amazed at that you know i I really don't understand how their mind works because mine doesn't work that way in so many cases
0: and the problem is that's also very different and difficult sometimes to be in relationships uh right to work with. Mm-hmm. i have you know uh my wife did, has a very hard time understanding a lot of what I do, and it doesn't understand you know the problem with a d d is that <clears throat> as creative as you are, it's also very easy to do things that 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 people question you know I can absolutely positively one hundred percent intend to do something and then just simply forget to do it and it's not mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be mean, I'm not trying to be hurtful it right. simply is what it is, and I have to so I work on it every single day,
2: mhm,
1: well, and it is because your brain is going faster it's that you know and and so it kind of makes you skip ahead, so that well, that is why you forget
0: a faster than normal brain, you know mm-hmm. brain works faster than normal problem the, the problem is you know so essentially, it's great to have a faster brain, but you have to know how to drive it. It's like having a, um, it's great to have a, um, a Ferrari mm-hmm. as opposed to like a regular Honda, but you got to know how to drive it.
1: Right, and and yeah, there's there's all these tips and and ways to do it, and it's training. It's it's you know as you initially said, it's grasping that there is a difference and that you have to deal with that, and then it is in having the people around you know that there are different ways that you have to deal with people. And I want to talk about that a little bit later in the program for, you know, people, because you know, I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say we all know somebody who, who has this. Whether we know it or not, we do. And so it'll be beneficial later on to talk about how we can work with and, and help the people who have ADD and ADHD. But I want to continue focusing on... You know, the tips and things that, that you have found. And what I, I loved your blog because it was talking about some of the things that you have found. So let's kind of walk through some of those. And and it was funny because every single one that I read, I thought, well, duh, that would be good for anybody. But it it truly helps you, you know, I hate to use the word focus, but it does kind of help, you know, help you focus more. And so it's things like having a calendar. You know, describe how things that, that many people take for granted or assume, ah, you know, I can, I can just do that in my head. Why it's so important for someone who has ADD or ADHD to really make sure they have the right tools?
0: It's not only so much the right tools, it's the right frame of mind. So right. I have what I call life rules. And these life mm-hmm. rules are non-negotiable. Um, I simply must do them. Or mm-hmm. things go wrong. That is the only way I can put it. Um, mm-hmm. I Six days a week, I have to work out. And I okay. have to do it first thing in the morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I don't do it first thing in the morning, I'm able to talk myself out of doing it. Right. And that's obviously not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I sleep in my gym clothes. Oh. I wake up. I put on my sneakers. I'm out the door in under two minutes, and if I okay. don't have to think about it. I get it done.
1: Mm-hmm. And you don't get sidetracked doing something else right away.
0: Which is, takes me to point two. Um, in my closet, I have so when I when I speak on when I speak or, or go on TV, I wear a button-down shirt, jacket, and jeans. When I mm-hmm. am in the office on a regular day, I wear a t-shirt and jeans, and that's all mm-hmm. that's in my closet. I don't. I have two suits that sit in the corner, and that's it. Because if I had to spend all day figuring out, oh, well, let me, that shirt, oh, that sweater. You know, I remember the girl who bought me that. I should look her up. I wonder what she, oh, she's on Twitter. Look at, oh, let me read her tweet. It's six hours later and I haven't left the house. Mm -hmm. You have to create rules Mm -hmm. that work for you, that make you work uh, to the best of your ability, and then you have to train yourself to follow those rules.
2: Right.
1: And and obviously, then you have to, and I hate to use the word train, but you have to train the people around you to, to follow those rules, too, to, to not sidetrack you, to not say, oh, hey, let's go do this instead, or you know, things like that.
0: Best One of the best phrases I ever heard is very simple. If you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. And if the people around mm-hmm. me don't understand why I am the way I am, then I, as much as it might hurt sometimes, they can't be in my life.
1: Right. And... You know, it's it's not that they're deliberately doing anything, you know, and and uh, but in in many cases obviously that, that they don't understand. You know, they they don't realize that by saying, "Hey Peter, let's go do this instead of whatever," it really it, it's not just changing your schedule. It's it's changing everything.
0: Correct. Correct. I uh you know, there's a reason that I don't um so I have – today is – Mondays and Fridays are the days that I do interviews. Okay. I don't take calls or do interviews or anything like that on Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays because those are my days to write.
2: Mm-hmm. And if
0: I get interrupted, that screws up your schedule. So for me, mm-hmm. it's about having those schedules and being um, aware of what works and not interrupting it because you, you get into a zone – uh, for me, if I sit down and I start writing, I can get through 20,000 words before I look up. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is the, for me, that's the best part of that. Um, mm-hmm. But if I get interrupted, it stops. Right. And then I can't get back and- the rest of the day.
1: And it's funny because we use, you know, I've, I've used the word focus a couple of times. And it's not that you don't focus because when you focus, you focus. I mean, you know, it's, it's, and it is, it's those interruptions that just send your brain off and, you know, we, we always laugh and say, oh, look, squirrel. But, you know, for somebody with ADD or ADHD, it's not squirrel. It's, oh, let's go chase the squirrel and, you know, everything else that comes along. Well, with you know,
0: it. I, so I quit drinking a while back and the reason I did is because um, I drink alcohol like I do everything else ridiculously fast and I don't have one drink I have nine and then the next morning I wake up I don't feel great and so I don't go to the gym and if I don't go to the gym I'm right. going to eat crappy food and if I, so you have to understand how the process works and you have to be able to stop it before it starts so the best uh, um, I guess quote I can give to that or, or relation to that is it's in the movie War Games uh, and came out in '82. It says the only winning move is not to play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so okay. I know what games I can't play, and I don't mm-hmm. play them. I, I miss them sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's the better move. Right.
1: And you know, and there's probably a couple things that you would cheat on, but the, most of the things you figured, nope, it's not worth. I
0: it. eat occasionally. I eat uh, crappy food sometimes, mm-hmm. but. I, because of the all or nothing mentality that so many, um, that so many uh, people with ADD or ADHD have, um, I can't have a drink. I can't, because Mm -hmm. I, if I have a, I can't have one drink and then go back to not drinking for six months because I won't do that. As long Mm -hmm. as I'm on a streak, I will continue that streak until that streak stops and then um, I won't. It just won't end well, so mm-hmm. it's easier for me not to start.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I know you have a young daughter, mm-hmm. and you know anybody who has kids, kids are difficult to have a, a schedule around and to to keep a schedule. How does that work with her? Because um, you know it's uh, you and I. I follow you on on Facebook, and I love seeing the the you know the little posts about her and and things. But how do, you know, having a, a young child, and then, you know, eventually you're going to have to be dealing with, you know, as she as she matures and, and she's going, you know, 500 different places at the same time, just as a normal teenager. How do you deal with having ADHD and having a, a small child?
0: Uh, I like to think that I'm very, so when I am playing with her, when I'm with her, the phone doesn't come out, the not on the computer, not on the devices, I'm actually paying attention to her. Holy
1: cow. And... So you're like being a really good parent.
0: Yeah, I don't have a choice because if I if the mm-hmm. phone comes out I won't pay attention to her. So mm-hmm. I and I wanna be only with her. So I focus right. on her. And the nice thing is is that it's for me it's an excuse to play. It's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. cars. You know, let's play stickers. I love playing stickers, you know, and so it's like mm-hmm. I get to do all these fun things. Uh it's hysterical. I I I buy her all these games and all these toys and everything and, and she um you know i was like wow you're such a good dad i'm like i get to play with it too
1: yeah oh it's my toy really mm-hmm. you know, and and i think that's you know that right there is just one of the most basic things that everybody needs to keep in mind is is you know if you're with your children if you're with your spouse whoever focus on them put the phone away you know, we we don't have to be attached to that phone to that computer i shut it
0: off when i go to bed um mm-hmm. i don't i don't look at it until i wake up again in the morning
1: right Well, and sleeping for you, I would imagine, is extremely important to get the right type of sleep and the right amount of sleep. Have you had to experiment with that and really try and figure out? And and I was interested because in your blog, you were talking about the alarm tool that you use to kind of wake up.
0: I do. Well, I have several things. So I have an alarm that is connected to how I sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it knows when I'm coming out of a, a deep REM going a light REM.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, but the key for me also is that I go to bed very early and mm-hmm. I get up very early. I'm okay. usually up by three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Oh. And, um, you know, it's not really, uh, if you go to bed early, people right. who this say, uh, do that because in their mind, they're going, they're only getting three hours of sleep. Right.
1: But you're still getting eight hours seven, or, seven, eight or whatever. Hours,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm asleep, maybe sometimes 6, I'm asleep at like 9, mm-hmm. uh, 9.30. And that's great because I love being able to, um, the, the few hours before the sun comes up mm-hmm. are mine. I, You're probably the most productive. Well, thing. I also get all my workouts done. I mm-hmm. run, um, I usually get my, I usually run outside at around 4 a.m. Winter or summer, and it's freezing, but it's worth it. It's hot,
1: and there's nobody else there. No, I
0: have a friend. Actually, a friend of mine who is a um, a public school teacher, and it's the Mm -hmm. only time that he can work out early. Is you know during the week is super early, so Mm -hmm. we meet at four a.m. and we do six miles, ten miles, twelve miles, whatever. It's great. I mean. Mm-hmm. Own the city. City is ours entirely.
1: Well, and it, you know, it's—I've only been to New York a couple of times, but I would imagine it's—it's it's really pretty magical at that point of day to to be out there. It is. There and you own really the entire see city. It it's, it's
0: the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, on the flip side, um, turns out there are a lot of regulations about what you can do at four in the morning. It turns out one of them is you're not allowed to actually run on the park at four in the morning because the, there's actually a curfew between two and oh. six a.m. No one, Oops. no one, no one pays attention to it. Right. Once in a while, they, they, um, they enforce it. So two years ago, I actually got arrested for exercising in Central Park before it opened.
1: Oh no! Just, oh no! Um,
0: I think I was, I was arrested more because I was just laughing so much at the fact that I was actually arrested right. for exercising.
1: Well, and, you know, I can understand it's, it's a safety thing for, especially in New York, that, you know, they, they, they really don't want people in the park at 2 o'clock You know what? The they, don't or... the they don't right. want people
0: in the park giving hand jobs for crack. They don't necessarily want people in the park exercising. That's not mm-hmm. a big deal. And right. i said you know, God, and... like, look, I get the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law doesn't say don't come in early. The spirit of the law says don't stay out late. I'm yeah. coming in early. hmm You know? And it, it was, I mean, I, I went to court. I fought it. They dismissed it. But it was just so stupid.
1: Right. You know, and, and, and it is, it's, you know, it's, it's just kind of one of those funny things that, you know, you, they set the rules and they don't really think of all the, the ramifications that happen with those rules. Yep. Totally true. So, you know, you make sure you get lots of sleep. What about your diet? Because, you know, this is, it's a chemical reaction. <clears throat> and one of the things that I was thinking is, as I was preparing for this, we see a lot more diagnoses, um, And whether it's children, whether it's adults, you know, obviously than we did 20, 30, 40 years ago, first, do you think this is something that's more prevalent or are we diagnosing it more when we were missing it before or kind of a combination? And then, you know, how has the environment changed that might have been making these changes? So I just asked a whole bunch. Sorry about that. (laughs) The best advice I
0: can give you is I do not, um, I, I, you know, eat like crap. You're going to feel like crap. I find that when I don't, when I eat crappy, my days just aren't that great. So I focus Mm -hmm. very hard on eating well, on Mm -hmm. getting enough sleep. You know, and that's the thing that really kills me is that we send, um, we send, um, we wake our kids up, throw them in front of the TV, give them, you know, a box of super sugar bombs to eat for breakfast, Mm -hmm. and then we're shocked. Why they um, can't pay attention or can't focus after forty-five minutes? Mm-hmm. How about we yeah. give them fresh food, eggs, um, protein, and then before school, let them run around for a half an hour to up right. those endorphins.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and it's just it's just so funny. Instead, oh, they're 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 hyper. Let's put them on medication. Of course, they're hyper. They just ingested their entirely entire daily sugar allowance in five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. And then sat there. Yep. Well, and you know, and, and then throughout the day, you know, there's there's all of those things. I remember I uh, was uh, giving a, a lecture about uh, how to not use social media to high school seniors, because yeah, and I was talking to them obviously about you know uh, college recruiters and and things like that. And there were and it was right after lunch. It was at about one thirty, and quite a few of the kids went to yep. sleep. Now, I wasn't offended. Yeah, you know, hopefully I'm not boring enough that I'm putting people to sleep, but at the same point, it was like really. And and when I said something to to some of the teachers later, they said, "Oh yeah, you know, we have that problem. They they eat lunch, they go to sleep, and that just baffled me." Now I'm not a parent, you know, and, you're and better food so,
0: though, and that won't happen. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you it know, doesn't you have to be a parent to that? You you wind up right. you wind up having um crappy food, and mm-hmm. and you know you're going to go into what they call a food coma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a food coma. It's a carbo- It's a processed carbohydrate coma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Eat healthy you want... food. Even have that. I have a right. on my podcast. at faster than normal. We're actually interviewing someone. We just interviewed someone. It's a podcast going live in about a week or so. Who mm-hmm. um, was three hundred and ten pounds,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, addicted to about four hundred milligrams of Adderall a day. Oh, uh, was diabetic and was mm-hmm. still ADD and woke up one morning and said, "You know what? This has to change." Um, and so he went on a plant-based diet, mm. dropped all the weight. Wow! Is no longer on medication, and the ADD went away. Mm-hmm. To, you know, he controls it now by his by how he eats and what he eats. So right. there are a lot of ways to get yourself into the best shape of your life and the best mm-hmm. um, physical and mental shape of your life. But you have to start by understanding that. Eat crap, you'll be crap.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, yeah, we all love the occasional Big Mac and, and things like that, but then we pay for it. And it's, it, it is something that, personally, I'm, I've been going through some health things, and so I've been having to readjust my diet. And one of the things, I haven't had alcohol since October. Now, I was not a big alcohol drinker anyway, so that wasn't a huge deal, but no caffeine. And... You know, it wasn't a big deal for me. You know, I didn't drink a whole bunch. But now if I have anything that even has a slight bit of caffeine in it, I get this nasty buzz. And, and it's like, no, nope, it's not worth it. I'm I'm not going to go there. And I live in the South where they live on sweet tea. Yeah. You know, and, and when I tell them, no, I would just like ice water with lemons, they look at me like, uh, what the heck? And then I open my mouth and they know that I'm not from down here. Uh. But it's it is something where... You have to just kind of consciously be watching because they automatically bring you tea. they automatically do those things you know and and um and that is hard sometimes I would imagine where you're attending business meetings and and events because the menu is fixed, so you know do you now you know obviously there's the not eat option, which is the if that's what has to happen then that's what has to happen, but you know do you take your own snacks I do. do you eat um... you know
0: I'm a huge fan of um, almonds,
2: mm-hmm. beef jerky, mm-hmm.
0: things of that nature, and it's uh, right. very, very useful
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you know, <clears throat> excuse me, especially when I'm on an airplane. Right. Because I won't eat the airplane food. Airplane food is is deliberately designed to be double the calories, double the fat. Um, a to make it, uh, to make it. Um, Tastier in the air because the altitude mm-hmm. gets rid of taste, but B, right, um, to keep you um, uh, calm and sedated and low so you don't, Miss,
1: see. I was thinking quasi comatose, yes, but start, that was <laughs>
0: you know, so. So mm-hmm. for me, it's you know knowing that um, knowing that that's the case. I mm-hmm. make sure. Uh, to bring my own food, to bring things that help me uh, get through. So, like I said, almonds, beef jerky, things that you can get through uh, security without an issue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, it's great because that way I can—I don't have to worry because—and mm-hmm. and I know, okay, if the if the food, if my hunger really gets to me at some point, I'm going to eat crap. And mm-hmm. so, as long as I have that food, it's a lot. Uh, I know that's not going to happen. So it really is, you know preparing, pre-planning and making sure mm-hmm. that you're taking, uh, uh, the right precautions and the right steps to prevent you from going down that rabbit hole.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it is easy when you're at, you know, a networking event or, or something to reach over there and grab the handful of nuts that, you know, has too much salt on it and, you know, all of those various things. But if you've, you know, either eaten in advance and, and I'm, you know, I, uh, I typically try and do that is just eat before I go. That way, I'm not hungry when I get there, and and it's not a big deal. It's not only really food, um, though, you
0: know, it's, <clears throat> there are other things that you want to be able to take. Um, so, for instance, I have a, um, I have a uh, my 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 basic speaking contract, and I I, do, I make about sixty percent of my revenue from speaking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get paid a decent amount to go speak, and my right. basic. Speaking contract says uh, you will fly me somewhere. You will mm-hmm. pay me to speak, and I'll speak. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Except in Las Vegas. Ah. In Las Vegas, it says it as an extra uh, um, rider on the contract that mm-hmm. says client does not have to be or speaking speaker does not have to be on the ground from wheels up to wheels down for more than eight hours. Mm. Because if I have to give a nine a.m. speech, mm-hmm. um, I will wind up. I had to get there the night before. Mm-hmm. I'll have 12 hours to kill in Vegas.
2: In myself. Vegas. And let me tell
0: you something. Nothing good ever comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Ever. So for me right. to not have to worry about that and know mm-hmm. that that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. So I fly in on a 6 a.m. flight. I get there at 10.30. I do a 12.30 speech. I'm mm-hmm. on a 4.30 flight back home. And I don't. I don't have to worry about the, uh, potential issues. And when you're not, when you don't have to worry about them, you can focus on things that matter.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and, and you're right. I mean, Vegas just, uh, and and obviously it's, it's built that way on purpose with the things that will distract you, the flashing lights, the, you know, all of those things. And, and, you know, the people that come by and would you like a complimentary cocktail and, and, and all of those. And yeah, so you just, you remove your, that temptation from, from being there.
0: Yep. And, and again, the only winning move is not to play. And, you know, right. believe me, I wish – I had a really crappy day a couple of days ago. I wish I could have gone out, had a few drinks, loosened up, had fun. But I can't do it that way. Right. And so – And so you
1: found other ways to, to, to adapt. Mm-hmm.
0: I went to the gym and that worked. Now – there's benefit to that. I look better. I'm losing more weight. I mean, I'm down like 45, 50 pounds. So mm-hmm. that's great. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to have balance. So it mm-hmm. also comes down to finding your tribe, finding right. people who are similar to you. I, 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 minor plug here I launched a mastermind group for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs called Shank Minds. Mm-hmm. And what's wonderful is that the, the, <laughs> It's about 130 people, and the best thing about this group is that we keep each other accountable. Okay. So I will say, okay, guys, I'm going to be at the gym by 6 p.m. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to, you know, or by 6 a.m. I have to do this, I have to do that. Um, And these guys keep me accountable. You know, I'll get a Mm -hmm. text from someone in the group, hey, it's uh, 5.30, half an Mm -hmm. hour to get to the gym. Mm -hmm. And there's just such an accountability factor because these people understand exactly how My brain works, they're very similar to me, and they're not all ADHD, but they are all entrepreneurs, right? And there's definitely, you know, as we spoke about in the beginning, that connection between entrepreneurialism and ADHD. So, it's you know, have an accountability group, whoever it is, have someone you could talk to, someone who mm-hmm. understands the kind of stuff you're going through, because that can help you so much, just so much, mm-hmm. so much,
2: right?
1: Well, and let's talk more about that. Let's talk about how we can be, you know, the, the support system for the people that we know in our lives who have ADD or ADHD, you know, obviously the, the first step, you know, in, in this process is we have to recognize Mm -hmm. that, you know, there, there is a situation and that we can make it better or we can make it worse. And, you know, you, you mentioned at the the start of the hour that you could not be a normal employee. And that's, you know, as we, as we talk through this, I mean, that's very understandable because, you have to have a fixed schedule. And granted, there are some businesses, some industries where it is truly you do the same thing right. on schedule. I mean, you know, and, and so there are things like that. But in, say, a normal office environment, what you do five minutes from now is not what you did five minutes ago. And it's certainly not going to be what you're doing on Monday. So, you know, there there's not a fixed schedule. There's people coming, people going, situations coming up. And, and you know, in the, the PR and marketing world, especially because you know crises happen new products are launched all of these various things so you know if if we're working with someone and even if they're not diagnosed or not talking about it and we recognize these tendencies in people how can we help the people that 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 you know we know might need our assistance without saying hey you have adhd what can i do well, i think
0: from, there's several ways you know if you're a boss uh and you have any adhd employees understand that they work differently you know, for mm-hmm. me, anyone who I work with, if they, if I have a project that I have to complete for them, I require them, I'm, I force them and require them to give me a deadline. Okay. Because for people with ADHD, soon is not an actuality. Right. Soon, if you tell me to do something and just get it to me whenever, you will never get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Because there's all, everything else that comes exactly.
0: up. So if you tell me, okay, this is due April 28th at 10 a.m., you will have it by then, usually before that. Because mm-hmm. I'll get, I will, I will want to get it off my plate so I can clear it up. Because mm-hmm. I know the deadline's coming. So, you know, understanding how your employees work and and giving them, trying to work with them and do what they ask, you know, wor- wor- working with them in a way that that benefits them, it can actually tremendously increase your bottom line.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, because you're, you're going to be helping all of your employees. Exactly. You know, when you stop saying, hey, you know, I need this at some point. Every, nobody likes to work that way. Right. You know, we all like deadlines. You know, we, yeah, they get kind of annoying on occasion, but I'd rather be told I need it done by Tuesday than whenever you get mm-hmm. to it.
0: No question about it. Like I said, it you know, it helps the uh the employee, it helps the client, it helps everyone and you know, it it's also allowing the employee to work at their best, which of course benefits your company.
1: Mhm. Right. Well, and, you know, we've we've talked about diet and, you know, things that, that help, uh, you know, with things like that. If you're planning menus, you know, maybe you're having a working lunch. Think about that. And, and again, it's about eating healthy. You know, you know why you feed get, your employees tons of pasta? Well,
0: exactly. This isn't, this isn't only about um, ADD. This is about anything. I speak at, what, a couple hundred conferences a year. Mm-hmm. I can count on one hand the number of conferences, if it's a breakfast meeting, that actually have a protein component to the breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, let's put out carbs. Let's put out uh, uh, rolls and donuts and sugary whatevers and let's prop them up with coffee. And then they wonder why no one learns anything or pays attention. Give right. them a hard-boiled egg or mm-hmm. two and a cup of coffee and they will, they will work till noon. Mm-hmm. You, know? So it's just, it's, it's you know, it's people just funny. It's common sense. People don't think, exactly.
1: Right, right. You know, and, and a lot of times it comes down to cheaper. You know, it's it's cheaper to put out but the box not, of donuts
0: because it costs yeah. it costs too much at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it it might initially have been cheaper, but in the long run, it costs you productivity and and all of those things. And you know, and especially if say you're hosting an event and you have people have paid to be there, you've paid the speakers, <coughs> excuse me, all of these various costs, and then you've amped people up so much that they're not paying attention, and then you give them this big pasta, and they don't pay attention to the the keynote speaker, and you know, all of those things. It's just it, 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 we, it, like I said, it's common sense, but we don't stop to think it through because when you ask people, Hey, what would you like? They say, Oh, you know, that pasta was really pretty good or heavens. You know, I must have my chocolate donut in the morning and you know, you give them a hard boiled egg and they'll eat it or not. I, I, I mean, someone, you
0: know, uh, needless to say, we're not friends anymore, but he, a guy who, uh, worked with me several years ago and he, I'd watch him, he'd eat just the worst food for him. Like burgers and shakes, and, every day. And he was always heavy. And, you know, we were talked about it one day, because I was working out. I'm like, you should come on the run with me some days." says, oh, you know, uh, diabetes runs in my family, and heart disease runs in my family, and all these things run in my family. And I looked at him, I'm like, buddy, no offense, I don't think anything runs in your family.
1: Right. Nothing at all runs. So, no running. And, and,
0: and <laughs> You know, we have to... When we are able to finally stop and take... Uh, to say, you know what, I need to take my own responsibility for this... I read a study that said if if everyone in America lost like like five pounds or ten pounds something like that, mm-hmm. we would save something like six hundred billion dollars on medication. Right, that obscene.
1: Yeah, and and it whether it's high blood pressure medicine or diabetes or cholesterol or all of those things. And folks, it's five five pounds. I can I really five, not a lot I could
0: lose five pounds by by you know looking the other way. I mean, it's ridiculous how mm-hmm. you know, quickly I can right. lose five pounds.
1: Right, you know, and and it was funny on the radio this morning. Um, they were talking about. People who sit at their desk all day, you know, and I say that as I'm sitting here at my desk and that we get so caught up and, and we don't exercise and all of those things. And it said that just two minutes, two minutes, folks, of every hour, if you got up and, and walked around your office, walked up and down the stairs, yep. did whatever, it would make a huge difference. And, you know, because it said that's four hours a week, you know, and, and all these things. You want to be reminded things.
0: how to do that? Drink a glass of water every day. Right. Hour every hour. You know, and then that will force you to mm-hmm. go to the bathroom every hour. And there you right. go. There you're walking. Done.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I loved it because that was one of the, the tips and tools that you talked about on your blog was hydrate. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, this is common sense. You know, people come in, they have their cup <laughs> of coffee, then nothing. Then they have something at lunch, then nothing. And, yeah, you know, have a glass of water, have juice, you know, have whatever in front of you. Because you're right. Not only are you hydrating, it's going to make you get up and walk around. No question about it. You know, and, and I mean, I, I think that's what really kept striking me as, as I was reading everything and, and researching this was in so many cases, it is just common sense. And it doesn't matter if somebody is ADD, ADHD, or I'm putting this in my little air quotes, normal, you know, get a lot of sleep, be organized. You know, how many times have we seen people who, you know, would just function so much better if they kept a calendar. <laughs> you know, and, and whatever tool works. Yeah. So you know some people still have to have a printed calendar, some want it on their their um computers on their phones, all of those various things. But you know it's it's something and but I love the fact that you said uh, that you still write down on a piece of paper everything that you have to do that day or the important things in case your technology fails. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 that shows we do get too caught up in tech. Yep. You know, how many times have we gone somewhere and thought, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm supposed to be and Oh, my phone's at home. You know, and then we're lost. We don't know what to do because we've never stopped to think, Hey, I might not have my phone today. Yep.
0: No question about it. You have to. And again, you know, it's the same thing. And this kills me. It's like people who, if you, <clears throat> I'll meet with you for the first time. Any, anyone who wants a meeting, I'll take it for the first time. But mm-hmm. you know, chances are you'll get maybe 10, 15 minutes max because I have a life. Right. And you're busy. So if you're going to show up seven minutes late, that means all you have is six mm-hmm. uh, minutes left with me. Why, why wouldn't you just make sure you're on time? Right. How hard is that? Or early, yeah.
1: you know that i I love that too, you talk about the fact that you go early and you get the lay of the land you know where's where is everything, whether it 's a new city, whether it 's a new hotel venue, you know whatever
0: it it's is like, how come I, you, you know the traffic was you know the, the, the subways were messed up. I managed to make it
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I checked and left early
1: right you know i my mother you know bless her, she always has a book with her, and, and you know a physical book, a real book she doesn 't do Kindles or anything like that because she always goes somewhere early. Yeah. And then when she gets there, she reads her book. You know, and and that's perfect. So, you know, I I tend to go places and and hopefully get there early. I really do try and and get there early. And so I might play a game or check my email or do something, but I get there early. And part of it is, I think it's a show of respect for whoever I'm meeting. But it's also because I do want to sit there for a moment and go, you know, and, and Atlanta traffic, holy cow. I mean, and part yeah. of the reason I go early is I'm just lost. Um, but, yeah, I, I try and get there early. And, and, again, folks, it's common sense. You know, now, you don't want to be so early that it's annoying. And, and, you know, and you don't want to pester them and say, hey, I'm here 15 minutes early. You want to meet? No, you know, still still be appropriate with that. But it's it's okay to get there early and figure out where's the restroom <laughs> you know, and all those things. No question about it. So what are some other tips that that you use to really make sure that you are so productive throughout
0: your day? What else do I do? So I talked about getting up early, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I do my best writing on airplanes. Okay. I actually wrote my best-selling, my last best-selling book, Zombie Loyalists. I wrote on a plane. Um, I uh, wrote chapters one through five on the flight out, landed um, in Tokyo. Mm Mm-hmm. Went to the lounge, had a a Diet Coke and took a shower. Got back on the same plane, same seat two hours later. Flew home, wrote chapter six through Mm ten. So I didn't even clear immigration, and I wrote a best-selling book. Right. um, Which made it um, a little interesting to explain to Homeland Security. But but for me, it was very much about... uh, that's how I work best. So you really, you have to understand how you work best and you have to be willing to do sort of whatever it takes to do that, you know, and getting through on my, on my best, um, days
2: mm-hmm.
0: is when I've done things that work for me. So, you know, I've eaten healthy. I've worked out. I've, I haven't had interruptions. I've gotten stuff done. Um, it's great.
1: Well, and when things happen, you don't kick yourself and feel bad forever. And, you know, you think, well, okay, we're going to do it differently tomorrow is, is kind of my assumption.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd take it a step further and say that when you are when you are doing things that work for you, and you're in a zone. The amount of work you can get done is awesome,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it makes you want to do it again. Right. Success begets success.
1: mm Hmm. <clears throat> you know, and, and one, you know, I, I really want to emphasize the fact that this is a process. Yeah. You know, it, what works for you might not work for the next person in fact it probably won't work for the next person you know they're not going to be the person that gets up at at 3 30 in the morning you know for for whatever reason or you know they they, all of these various things and no one says they have
0: to do that at the end of the day there are so many different things you can do Mm -hmm. Um, and
1: and just keep trying until you find find
0: what what does work. work for you and again we talk all about this on the website faster than normal uh we talk about this in the podcasts uh you know, whether it's diet or exercise or ways of life or living or, you know, we have we have interviews with people who who live their lives in so many different ways. Um, Check it out. It's it it will literally help you. Um, Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm really glad. I'm really glad it's up there.
1: And, and like I said, there were things in here that I thought, oh, well, shoot, I need to be doing it. Like hydrating, hello. Um, road ID, I thought that was a very cool thing to, to, that I'm going to check out. And, and yeah, so there's, there's tips and techniques here for, for everybody. But again, it, it is, you know, it's, it's going to help people who either may have ADD, ADHD, or be, you know, associated with something. It's going to help you really recognize, here are some things that, that might help them.
0: What's always amazing to me is that we tend to ignore the most basic warning signs, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we have a gut for a reason. It got us through 50 million, billion years of evolution. Why aren't we listening to it more? Right. We're not that freaking smart. You know?
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and if you sense that something is not right, whether it's with yourself or with somebody around you, There's there's a reason. It's that that fight or flight type of of thing, you know, and and or maybe it's you know more maternal, paternal, you know, you want to help them or you know, all of those things. Yeah, pay attention to that. Don't think, eh, you know,
0: whatever. It's so true. You know I love when I when I talk to people that say, Oh, you know, I, I, I just do something different and this never works. Keep trying. Right. You every time you try something new. You know, I, I joke that I either, I, that I never lose, I mm-hmm. either win or I learn.
1: Right. And and that's the way it should be. You know, maybe it's, you know, say an exercise regime and you discover, okay, my knees are really not going to tolerate that. So what is a different <sighs> type of, of exercise I should be doing? Or, um, you know, a a brain exercise, you know, any of these things. If one doesn't work, we'll figure out why it didn't and, and go on to the next thing.
0: Exactly. And, you know, and, and I had a boss Clearly once. it's that way with diet. Steve Case was my boss. And Steve Case told me, you know, you try something, you come in and you try something. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, do something else.
1: Right. And then also be willing to try new things, you know, especially with technology, because we're always getting new things that that happen and work. And so it's it's great to be flexible, to be able to um, say, you know, well, hey, you know, let's try that. And again, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it is, you know, you you talked a little bit about your tribe. I think that is something that so many people, you know, whether it's ADHD or, you know, OCD or even, you know, physical illnesses, a lot of times we we tend to insulate ourselves. And it's so important to really connect with other people who understand what you're going through.
0: What I find the most important is to understand there are people out there who have the same thing you do. Mm -hmm. Then even better is to not only surround yourself with those people surround mm-hmm. yourself constantly with better people right keep looking and looking and looking for better people that will help you grow um, if you're the smartest person in the room you are in the wrong room
2: mhm
1: right you know, and, and and it's funny because you know there are times where you know, i think anybody whether we want to admit it or not sometimes we like being the smartest person in the room but that's not going to help us you know i i want to learn i want to make myself better so that i can be you know a, 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 one of the smarter people in the room and yeah so if i'm the smartest person in the room well it might be fun for 5 minutes but then it gets boring mm-hmm. very true so why did you start the blog which again is faster than normal dot com
0: i think at the end of the day i understand that there are a lot of the the hacks and the tips that I have are a great great way to grow how I work. And I figured that there was there was need to share that with people. People deserve mm-hmm. um that knowledge. And if it helps them then I feel like I've done something. I find that I'm a big believer that when you are successful, however little you are, and I'm not, you know, I'm not like president of the United States or anything I think I'm doing okay. And mm-hmm. I believe that when you have any modicum of success, you have a responsibility to send the elevator back down. Right. And I like to do that. I think it's a good thing to do. I like to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started the blog with the logic that if I could interview people and share my experiences as well as theirs, we would also, you know, everyone could get help, including me.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Right. You've interviewed some pretty cool people. You know, I obviously won't ask you who your favorite is because they're all your of favorites.
0: Course.
1: But what have you learned from from some of these experts?
0: I've learned that we all have a very similar... The, the successful ones have a very similar way of um, focusing and understanding that we have a job to do. Uh, not just work, but a job to do just to make our lives better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find that people who use ADHD to their advantage, don't waste time blaming ADHD. Don't waste time blaming their problems, anyone else. They also understand that the only thing they can control or fix is themselves. Right. They can't fix anyone else.
1: You know, and we're all going to have pity parties on occasion. You know, that's just human nature. But the key is that you keep it a short pity party And then you move on, you know, when you get stuck in that pity party, that's when there's a problem, you know, and, and and it doesn't matter what it is, you know, whether it is, you know, something physical, something emotional, all these various things. Yeah. You know, there are times where we're just going to feel a little bit sorry for ourselves and, and, you know, all it takes is to like, for me to see someone else in a situation that I, I would consider worse and to see them excelling. And then I think, Oh, I really shouldn't feel sorry for myself. Look at what they've done.
0: You know, and also it's just a waste of time. Right. It's just such a waste of time. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, I think it is human nature. There are times where we're going to feel a little bit bad or whatever, and and we might feel bad for somebody else. But the point is not to, as my grandfather would have said, wallow around in it.
0: You find that the people who are the most successful are people who do get angry. It's fine. Everyone Mm -hmm. gets angry. Mm-hmm. But they bitch, they deal, they let it go. They move on. Right. Yeah. It's just, like I you said, know, and, just a waste of time.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's one of those things where, you know, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so you go on. What else have you learned from some of these? Ex- because it's it, I'm looking through here. You've got some photographers. You've got physicians and, and medical people, very creative people. What, you
0: know, also I CEOs I would, who are, are yeah. to look at the financials and do all those things. As well.
1: Mm-hmm. I can imagine it would just be fascinating just to talk with these people in general. But you know, they now how long are your podcasts on average? If, twenty you know, twenty five minutes. Okay, so I mean, being with you for an hour
0: is killing me. I am, <laughs> you
1: know it's it's a long program. Um, You know, and, and and it's you you have you've talked to such cool people, and I'm looking through these and I'm thinking, oh, I can't wait to to really listen to the, some of these. I'm sure they have all shared a lot of similar things. It's, you know, who, who's on your list of people you, you
0: plan to talk to? I'm hoping to get Richard Branson.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking he has got to be just fascinating.
0: So he'd be a lot of fun. Um, I'm up for anyone who is, considers themselves successful and is willing to admit and, 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 and embrace the fact mm-hmm. that ADHD has helped them tremendously.
1: Right. You know, and, and again, you've used it to your benefit. And I think that is what is key to this is you have it. It's not going away. It's, you know, there are things that you can do to make it better and make it worse. But you have it. You live with it. And you use it to your benefit because you know how, what to do. Yep. So. You know, so and, and it is. It's about staying organized. It's about staying on your schedules. You know, knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for yeah. you. And hello, again, that's common sense. Not rock- we rock- all it, should right. be doing
2: that. Not rock. You
1: know. Right, right. Well, we've got just a couple minutes left. So, if, you know, it, it's say I'm I'm a person who thinks that I might be ADD or ADHD or know somebody who is, what would be the next steps? Talk to your
0: doctor, doctor as long as your doctor is not um, willing to just immediately say, oh, yep, yeah, here's some pills. Yep. You know, figure out what you can change in your life. Start by doing little things. Okay, can I eliminate dairy? Can I eliminate mm-hmm. carbs? Can I eliminate whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, so the best advice I ever got was, eat around the grocery store, not in the middle of it. Right. Because you
1: know? that's where all the right. junk is. And
0: so, you know, just, just see if your life is better by just giving up some of the crap and see how you feel.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, it better make you feel better. I mean, you know, it, now granted there are those people who eat that way anyway, but, but yeah, you know, if you're, if you're avoiding the, the heavy pastas and, oh, I love pasta. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but okay. There's this, this little word called moderation. Yep. <laughs> you know? Um, so, so Peter, we've got about a minute left. How do people find this great information?
0: So the podcast is com, or you can go to iTunes and search on faster than normal. If you do like it, please leave us a review. It'll be tremendously helpful. Um, because that's how iTunes lets it be seen by more people. Um, okay. my life is at shankman.com. And if you want 130 people who are just like you, um, and who are willing to, uh, help you for, you know, get your, get through your, um, uh... Uh, oh God! Just totally space in the world. Who are willing to help you uh, when you feel like you need to do something and you need the accountability? That's the word for. accountability for it. Yeah. Uh, the website for my mastermind is shankminds.com. dot com m i n d s and we'd love to have you. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Well, this has absolutely been fascinating, Peter, and, and I thank you so much because. I'm hoping that people learned from this, you know, and that was the goal that, that I really wanted people to learn that ADD and ADHD is not something that we whisper about. Yes, it is. It is something that, you know, like we said, if, if, you know, we're assuming Da Vinci, Einstein, Peter Shankman, all these people, you know, they're fascinating people with this folks. This is not something that you should be ashamed of. It's not something you should hide, something you should embrace and learn to work with. And just like anything else, it can really be a huge benefit in your life. Great. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been talking with Peter Shankman. And until next week, everyone have a great time.
0: Thanks for listening to Deb Creer, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media.